furiously on one d five. There was a rustling, right? Take a step back and uh, use my action to put my clothes on. I emerge completely naked, minus a loincloth. And you say, what? What the fuck is going on? Koros emerges from his bedroom, stark naked. Don't leave me out of all of the fun. Koros readies his most potent weapon, e-blasts to the surprise of Kalik. Yeah, I just roll over, put my pillow over my head. Koros is very excited to perform the interrogation. So excited about the interrogation, you're just leaving the chick in the hallway. Koros e-blasts the door of Oliver's room. Wake up, book boy. Hey guys, episode seven. Happy birthday to Cat. Happy birthday, Cat. Everybody, say happy birthday to Cat. Happy birthday, Cat. Happy birthday, Cat. Yay. And happy third wedding anniversary to my love, Justice. Oh, yeah. Sitting on the couch. I don't oh, know yeah. if she can hear me. Oh, she can hear me. Happy third anniversary. Third wedding anniversary. Yeah, third yeah, anniversary. Three years ago, we were all drunk in that hotel room. Happy oh. consumption day to Sloan. Oh, conce- oh, you had sex on my wedding day? That's right. Yeah, it's your wedding day. <laughs> oh god, it's Sloan's <laughs> listening to this. It's gonna get real awkward. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Sloan. <sighs> uh, she'll be used to it by the time she can understand yeah, this podcast. <laughs> you are welcome. As Let's a- be real, she's gonna stop listening after episode three. So It's true. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'll tell you uh, want to listen to this, and she'll be like, no, Dad, you're a nerd, nope, and just walk nope. away. But see, after we die, I assume, I think the kids will, will definitely pick it up then. You know, as mm-hmm. if, oh, the dads used to do this together. And then they'll they'll really get into it. So, hi, guys, <laughs> from the grave. Um, <sighs> Prep. I start my weekend with every intention of prepping, and Monday comes, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I've got time after digging off for the whole weekend. And Wednesday rolls around, and I'm so balls deep in video games, I couldn't even be swayed to look at, you know, my iPad and read the adventure path. And of course, of course, Thursday morning comes, and I'm sweating, and I force all of my prep into the hours before the session. And, I, and I'm always promising, you know, one day I'll prep ahead, but uh, today is today is not that day. What do you guys do as players to prepare for the session, if anything at all? I schedule a calendar reminder that I need to show up to the game. <laughs> I mean, thank you for that courtesy. I really appreciate it. What about you, Todd? What do you do to uh, to prep for the game? I stopped drinking at Trevor's house about 20 minutes before we started so that I could ride my bike home and nice. hop on. And then... Uh, I put together a Word doc of all my roles so that I don't have to type it in anymore. So now I can just copy and paste my roles with like sneak attack and everything. Nice, nice, nice. Wow. So Mm -hmm. why do you prefer to do it on the computer instead of rolling actual dice? I prefer real dice, but I... I lost them again? Are you serious? I don't know where my dice are. (gasps) Uh, That's number one. Are your dice the rainbow dice? 
I don't want to use the rainbow dice because those are six Xavier's dice. Oh, I want I, I want to get a new set for okay. Silas, but I haven't figured out which ones I want yet. But see, I think I might have <clears throat> your dice here if you're talking about your old dice. Um, I have a lot yeah. of dice here, so we'll have to check on yeah. that. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting a new set either. Yeah, um, so I want to get a I want to get a real set, but I also at the same time like we're playing virtually. Mm-hmm. I I don't want to I don't want to have the temptation of fudging any rolls. Yeah, I've fudged you know, a roll on you in the past, Nick. And uh, look, and it's no, I, it's it was no in front of secret. your face, and you still let oh, it go. Did you, you son of a bitch! Did I see the roll and just looked at you and be like, "It's fine." Maybe we'll just never know what roll it was. Maybe it was important. Maybe I remember the exact roll, and I'll never tell you. I think that that's important information that I will feed you an inspiration dice for. Think about that offer. Mm-hmm. Snatch. How would you snatch? <laughs> I know the I, rule too. If you so want, if you want to offer me, you know the rule too. Is this a thing behind my back? Yeah, because he and I talked about it a lot yeah. afterwards. A Katie lot? knows. Katie knows it too. Holy I'm shit! I'm pretty sure everybody at the table knew it except you. I was DMing. Yeah. And it was a pivotal moment. It was a very pivotal moment. I'm going to think on this. I can't. <laughs> you so you want to try to guess? Oh God! Was it the last fight? Was it Bolero? Nope. What? Was it a fight? Yeah. No. No. David just said yeah. It was a. It was a disagreement. I don't know if it was a fight. Give it to me. So, I do you to. remember the uh, the blue dragon? I do. Yes. Of do course. you remember how I uh, made him into my servant? Yes. Do you remember the role that made him my servant? You fudged that role. Do you remember how it took me like four inspiration dice because I kept rolling poorly to make him my servant? The very last roll you fudged. The very last roll, it was like a four. And I looked at you and just went, 19? And you like in the most like unconvincing unconvincing you, you know way how possible. i had i was talking trying. about when you guys were in the ice part uh of the yeah, sword coast yeah 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 you yeah. son of a bitch you i looked directly at david the and casey or God katie damn story you, yeah, you had to change the entire story for that yeah uh-huh wow. i was expecting you to go bullshit because my dice was sitting or my dad was sitting right in front of you <laughs> and you just rolled with it and then i remember looking at katie going is this happening and you just no. kept going, so no, I grabbed sorry the guy and kept trusting, going. Sorry for trusting my characters here, guys. Sorry, fuck yeah. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no, so, it's no, it's no um, secret that I fudge rolls, but I fudge rolls for, you know, it's it's not often. It's it's mm-hmm. uh, it's but if yeah, there's that's, something that's the only that, role that I've ever fudged. Yeah. No, I. I've, but it I've, was, uh, you know what? I really thought it was it was kind of one of those things that like I'm just goofing. But yeah. then you never called me on it, and then it was in too deep. I couldn't turn back. Yeah, you. we literally couldn't turn back. You, mm-hmm. oh, I wish I could have killed you all. Like, so I've saved you guys with fudge rolls. <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, DM has discretion over a lot of things. Thank you for that admission. I will keep that in mind as we progress. I will add one inspiration die to my sheet. Perfect. Perfect. Uh... <laughs> David, what do you do to prepare? I'm almost afraid to ask. Um, I do the dishes. 
Okay. All right. Good husband. Shout out to Cat. The yeah. other cat. The other cat. And then I uh I get real ornery. Ooh, ornery. Ornery. And then I look up ridiculously priced dice trays because I need one. Yeah. Eventually we'll get sponsored by one of these uh Etsy groups, I'm sure. Handcrafted Brazilian purple heart. You know Guyana. Is it Green Heart? The Green Heart tree in Guyana. Uh my grandma has a table. Um, I forgot where it is. I think it's at my, one of my aunt's house. That's made completely of green heart tree, and that stuff's expensive. Koros, Aiden. On my drive home from work, I try to think of unsettling things Koros would say to the rest of the party. That is perfect. Uh, I cool. think I'm actually pretty productive on that drive. I can imagine. I can imagine. Uh, well, I'm glad right. everybody prepares. Right now, too, it's really like. It's pretty. Uh, at least my barbarian is like really straightforward. I rage mm -hmm. and then I and then I hit things. Mm -hmm. So, but that not, changes as you level. There's not that, much preparing. That'll definitely change as you level. Yeah, true. There's, there's story really stuff much. that I'll have to like start. My wizard's in. pretty straightforward too. All I do is name a random spell, and then nothing happens because I never <laughs> succeed. That's <laughs> true too. Uh, but you know, you guys will all get different abilities as we uh as we progress so last time you guys fought and saved trinia and i might have called her tyrana last time but uh, you know i've been looking up the spelling of some of these names and it's trinia uh from being suicided which is something that you guys decided right that you know it's kind of awkward that there was a noose and a chair and people trying to force her into it i think the the general consensus was it was definitely a suicide um or an attempted suicide you mean an attempted murder attempted murder to make it look like a suicide yeah. what is is there a word for that suicided we're gonna go with suicided for now attempted murder i think <laughs> okay. the word for that guys you saved uh trinia from attempted murder <laughs> nick it sounds like you really wanted her dead I wanted her dead. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit here. I wanted to kill her. And I don't know which one of you, one of you guys rolled something and stopped it from happening. I'll have to re-listen to the episode. Uh, and it broke my heart. I wanted her dead. But, you know, we move on. And you guys have saved someone. You guys are, you know, kind of heroic. That magical barrier that protects the Wise Dragon Inn was reestablished. Um, and a bit of its history revealed as your group moved into the basement. Uh, Kalik, you read a Shawanti warning, and it said Danger Beyond, and it was painted on the entrance of a caved-in tunnel. Brutus, the barkeep, explained that as long as he could remember, his family had tried to excavate it, but only exacerbated the issue, causing new cave-ins as they dug. So he gave up. Um, now, I think some of you really showed an interest in what was beyond that cave, um, so that'll be an interesting development if you guys want to revisit that. You guys all went back to sleep soundly, knowing now that the barrier was set to only allow the people who were in there when it reset. Your party, uh, Trinia, Brutus, and Aemon. No one else is getting in now, period. There's no passwords. There's nothing to, to let anyone else in. Uh, you woke up. You had a real fat breakfast. And now Aemon aims to make good on his promise to get you an audience with the queen. Professor, you got a letter accepting your resignation uh ryan outside of the professor what what were you thinking when you had him quit does that give you or your character rather a sense of relief well i was thinking it's not very practical to 
be, you know, trying to go back and teach kids at the university when I have another mission at hand. That's fair. That's fair. Good. I thought it was interesting, and it it, it definitely will, I'm sure, come up again. Uh, now, which one of you guys is holding the brooch? Do you guys remember who's holding the queen's brooch? Well, um, I would assume it's in the bag of holding, which mm -hmm. I would currently okay. be holding. Yeah, I think now, that's what Oliver had it. Okay, okay. Um, now, remind me, did you show it to Eamon? Did you show it to Eamon when he asked what business you have with the queen? I thought you did. No. No? Okay. That's I think we only showed it to the shopkeeper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then decided not to sell it. To People wouldn't let me sell it to him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I really did. wanted to do. Well, I mean, you have it, and it, it's going to come in handy here. Um. So we are on the morning of the meeting day. Is everybody in roll 20? Yep. Okay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Now you see some of these numbers. Uh, number one being Zalara's house. Number two being the docks where you guys killed Gadrin. Three, the um, the trade district where you guys uh, sold some stuff to Buam Sandi. Uh, four, if you see where it is, that's where you are now. Uh, that's where the Wise Dragon Inn is. I'll ping it for anyone who's not looking. I wish I could change my ping color, but I think it's just a sign. You can. I can. Yeah, you go to... Uh, oh, sure, correct. Look at yeah. this. Now I'm white. All is right. Yeah, so you uh, you take this four, uh, or this is where you guys are, and you're going to be taking uh, Crest Circle East Street all the way to Domino Square directly to Castle Corvosa. Do we have any questions before we start proper? Good. DJ Roomba, please. Set the tone for us. Now it is a direct, a direct line from the Wise Dragon Inn. Um, can I get you guys to make a perception check just right out of the gate? Let me pull up my roll sheet so that I don't Seven. have to type anything. Seven's a good one. Good job. Proud of you. I rolled Action. a natural one plus one. A natural one. Okay. Uh, 19 for Silas. 19 for Silas. 14. Oliver. So Oliver, Silas, um, you know, as you come out and you're, you're looking down the street as you're leaving the inn, uh, both of you realize that that tunnel underneath the bar, the tunnel direction is directly towards Castle Corvosa. It's not down crest circle east it's not you know perpendicular to castle corvosa it's a direct line from the basement of the tavern in that direction now whether or not that means it leads to the castle who knows but you do notice that it is in that direction um, you know something important down the line if you choose to sit on or choose to think about it uh let's see so we are about here on the map when Eamon turns around um, and kind of slows his walk. You know, this, the, the streets around you are still a little bit of chaos. It's getting a little better with each day. Uh, and this is actually the fourth day um, that you guys have seen the city in such disrepair at this point. 
Um, and he turns and he says, do you uh, have anything I can use to get you in easier? I mean, my word surely will get you to see her majesty, but is there anything I need to know? We're going to walk straight up to the guards and I'm going to, you know, try to woo my way. But if you guys have anything solid for me. Kind of looking at you guys with his arms outstretched, like anything. I will reach into the bag of holding and pull out the brooch and show it to him. Are you going to hand it to him or just show it to him? Just show it to him. Okay. So he puts his hands behind his back and he kind of comes up close, like in a show that he's definitely not touching it. And he nods and he smiles. He says, ah, yes, a worthy reason. Let us hope it works. And so he turns and leads you back through the streets. Um, he's walking a little bit slower as you guys get closer to the castle. Um, but eventually you find your foot, yourselves at the foot of the pyramid. And the castle seems much much higher in elevation uh, from this perspective. And for those listening in, imagine a pyramid with the top third of it cut off to make a flat plateau. Now, put a badass castle on top of that platform, and you've got yourself Castle Corvosa. Um, your escort moves confidently to the guards and motions for you guys to stay where you are. Um, and he walks very quickly away from you. You guys can't hear the conversation, but you see him muttering and point back at your group multiple times. The two guards are kind of looking over his shoulder. Um, he's very enthusiastic with his hand motions. Um, what are you guys? What are you guys doing? Are you just staying silent back there, or are you discussing what's going on? Silas is looking around at everything, just taking it all in, trying to see if there's. Trying to, you know, in his mind, he's always looking for the next thing to grab. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so he's trying to hold himself back from that. Yeah. I, and I mean, Silas, you see that, you know, this city's still not a very safe place. And you could see, you know, little pit pockets that maybe you recognize, you know, kids that have been now, um, you know, separated from Gadron, but they still need to make money somehow. Um, none of them really make eye contact with you, but, you know, this, this still isn't the best place to walk around with purses full of gold mm -hmm. uh what about the rest of you are you guys just watching in yeah i'm hanging back at the got it, got back of the it. group just i'm looking. polishing my wand nice that's something to do in public i've um uploaded a picture of castle corvosa for you guys to see too it's it's quite literally built on top of an ancient pyramid oh cool yeah, yeah, right? And so you could see the map cut out from Roll20 and how that kind of coincides. And so you guys are coming up from the back, not the the front stairs proper, um, where most guests are seen. You guys are coming from, I guess, the uh, the wrong side. But, you know, you still look like you're going to be able to get in. Um, and as you guys are looking around, you know, kind of watching on, you see um, Eamon kind of back up and then motions for you guys to come closer. All right, I'm walk yeah. up. Cool. Um, the guards are, you know, pretty well armed, especially since you guys are level two. Um, and they part, and they allow you to go through, but one of them holds up a hand and says, weapons, all of them. And Eamon looks at you guys and gives you, a, like, a, a nod, like a really quick nod, like, don't fuck this up for me. 
Uh, give them my weapons that are not in the bag of holding. Got it. Okay. Koros has no problem giving up the crossbow that he has never used. Yeah, it's nice. You know, some of you guys really don't need weapons, but some of you do. Silas. I drop my nunchucks. I drop a dagger. I drop a whip. I drop a short sword. But I keep one dagger in my boots. I need you to roll a deception check. Versus this guard's perception. That would be... This is a low bar. Well, it's about to get even lower. There's no way you could possibly... Give me that number. You you, uh, you want to... You want to try a one on precise? With your modifier? What is it? Yeah, I rolled a two with a modifier of negative one. Okay, look, I uh, <laughs> I rolled a three, so I'm very, very sad for you. As the rest of, uh, I'm assuming, Calic, are you giving up your weapon? Yeah, my javelins and my big ol' axe. Got it, got it, got it. So you guys, you you start to come in, you know, file and put all your weapons up and last silas he's putting all these weapons on the table um and you could kind of see it on his face and the rest of you know even though you haven't spent much time together you know for a fact he's not fully disarmed and you start to try to walk past and you get a gauntlet right in the middle of your chest i said all of them and you could clearly see there's like a glint coming from your right boot you you talking about my dagger? Yeah. Uh, I'm just, that's not a dagger in my boots. I'm just happy to see you. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. The other guard starts to giggle a little bit, and the, the guard who stopped you just punches him right in the chest. He says, give me the dagger, or you're not going in. That's what your mom said. <laughs> Excuse me? I said, that's... But your mom said, but here's here's the dagger. <laughs> Just as he's about to lose his patience, he snatches the dagger in your hand. Yeah, you'll get all of these back, I'm sure. And he throws it on the table. Um, so and will she. Are... <laughs> he's, he's, he's restraining himself. You know, you, you're a child. You're bad-mouthed again. But he's in possession of all your weapons. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I want to remember his face okay yeah you can memorize his face he's he's got a helmet on but you know you can't you can't miss the voice if you if it comes up again you'll absolutely be able to recognize him um so you guys get past the guards and they reform ranks as you move beyond them and Eamon looks at you silas and he says what is your problem you're gonna make me look bad this is the only thing i have in corvosa and he kind of like ruffles your hair a little bit, really not knowing how to handle a child. Do you say anything? Silas? Uh, he, he's good. Uh, so he turns uh, and he says, the queen is a busy woman with the weight of the city on her shoulders. Let's not waste a moment of time anymore. And he starts moving up the stairs. Um, and, you know, there are a lot of stairs. You guys are pretty physically fit. I, You know, I suppose most of you are. Um, 
and it's the fourth of Farest, so it's it's like um it's like March, so it's not too hot on your ascent. But one of you is starting to have a really really hard time. Koros, you could feel your strength start to wane in a way you have never felt before. Um, I would say that you're you're still keeping up just for appearances. Uh, but this doesn't feel right. And as you keep moving up those stairs, a voice booms in your head, and you've heard this voice before, and he says, I am being suppressed. And it's, it's, it's daunting, as it always is, but it almost sounds weaker than usual. And no one around you notices your struggle yet, um... But it's getting harder for you to keep the, the, I guess, the illusion of health. What do you do as you start to feel your patron strength start to fade from you? I grasp onto Kalik and say, a moment. I take the moment to collect myself and search for the inner voice. So, you've made about maybe a little over halfway of the stairs, and, you know, usually you're able to feel him because he's always near. And you could still feel him, but he's... he's distant. It's, it's freeing, in a way, to not have him, but you've come to realize that this new life of yours is really dependent on the relationship two of you have your, you know, your one half of a whole. He's no longer speaking. He's there. But as you start to reach the top after your short respite, you no longer feel his embrace. You feel very off. Kalik, how do you react to his sudden mood change there? Uh, am I behind him? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, not anymore. Uh, he stopped and kind of leaned on you and then started up again. Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty obvious. You know, it's, it, it's not that many flight of stairs where you would assume that he'd be out of breath. He doesn't seem to be out of shape. So it was a little off-putting, but what, what are your initial thoughts? I'll just turn around, turn around and be, say, Come on, old man. I'm not coming back for you. <laughs> okay. The puppet's strings are slack. I, I don't know what that means, but we need to go up these stairs. Is there mold in your ears, or do you do not hear me? I mean, maybe I just don't care. Just hurry up, and I'll continue walking. Koros, you uh, you start getting weaker and weaker, and finally you just snap out of it as you've suddenly reached the top, um, and a fully armored woman places a gauntlet-covered hand on Eamon's chest, and it kind of just snaps you out of it because you've been walking up the stairs, and suddenly you're not walking anymore. And 
there's someone guarding the back door um, to the castle. And while you've never seen her in person, Koros, you recognize this armor. Um, and let me put a picture here in Discord. And it is the armor of the queen's right hand, Sabina Marin. It's, it's pretty badass armor. Um, she's pretty imposing. If you guys see that picture in the, in the text chat there. Um, and she's stopping Eamon from going anywhere. And she says, you will progress no further. What business do you have with Queen Iliosa Arabasti? And Eamon clears his throat. And he's very clearly intimidated. And he turns towards the group. And he says, uh, they have very important business with the queen. Something she won't want to miss. Right, guys? And she's looking for some support here. <clears throat> uh, good day. Uh, my name is Oliver T. Dark. Uh, we are here to see the Queen because we have uh, uncovered uh, an item that we believe uh, she would like to have back. Can I see this item? I pull it out of the bag of holding. She gently pushes Eamon out of the way, not to knock him back down the stairs, uh, just to address you directly. Um... And she she kind of squints, and you can't really see her her eyes behind the, the the visor, but you can tell that she's like moving in close to see it. Um, and she says, "Ah, yes, the old brooch. Well then, heroes, it is time that you met the queen." Um, and she opens the huge door in front of you guys, and you could clearly tell this isn't the proper entrance to the castle, but this is what you guys have. It's a straight door into a hallway very very simple um and she's ushering you guys in i'm assuming you all go in right yes yeah i'll, I'll again be in the back okay and Eamon tries to follow you guys um and she brings her hand back down to block him she says you may return to the foot you have no business with the queen and um anyone who turns around can see the irritation on Eamon's face but he bows and turns back down the stairs um, and as Sabina ushers you in, the large doors shut behind you. And you're walking down a corridor with no offshoots or windows. Um, and from behind you, she says, How would you like to be introduced to Her Highness? It's important that you're recognized properly. She's not talking to anyone in particular, but she is asking for something to introduce you guys as. I'm Kalak. I was thinking more of a, a group name, something easy. I mean, I can introduce you all as your proper names, or I can introduce you as a a group of heroes, or anything you'd like. Silas and his friends. There's a there's a marketable silence, and she says, "Is that?" The official name, Silas and his friends? Silas and his babysitters. Ah, Silas and his babysitters. Not something I've heard before, but yes. I Silas mean, and we might need to workshop that a little bit. Okay. Well, you have about maybe 30 seconds before you meet the queen. So I'll give you that 30 seconds to workshop. Tell me when you're ready. And she kind of 
squishes past you guys and around the corner and you can tell that she's stopped moving and there's probably a, a door on the other side there. Uh, so you guys have some time to talk before entering the chamber here. All right, guys. We need to play it cool. We need to come up with an idea. I throw something out. You know, you throw something back. I don't like what you threw back. I'm just going to be honest. But let's uh, let's see let's see what else we got. Let's got uh, Calic. What you got? What do you, What do you mean? What do I have? What do you have for a name? Cyrus Cyrus and his friends. There's one. Good. Go. Plainstorm. What you got? I've known you guys for four days. That's a weird name. A, a group of loosely knit together <laughs> strangers. Okay, okay. Getting the ball rolling. Okay. Group group of loosely knit strangers. That's a tough one. I'm gonna be honest, that's a tough one to say. What what else what else people got? Let's just go uh with something super ambiguous like Prism. Prism? Yes. Prism. Prism. Yes, I will tell the nice lady that that is our name. Yeah, Prism. Okay. Okay. I I see because it's like one comes in, but like six come out. I have an idea. What? Yeah, go. I like Prism. There, is, oh, there are no we're... shadows without light. We have Koros, Oliver, Halleck, and Silas. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know if you're following along, but we could be the Cox. Oh, God. That's very... Bold we'll just of you. cut this out for all of nope, our daughters. No, nope, I'm not. Right? I'm not. I'm not cutting this out at all. I, at all. They need to understand. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like Cox. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. Okay. Well, a very arousing name. <laughs> you know what? And where the Cox go, everyone dies. We always rise to the occasion, yes. most of the time. <laughs> Someone, please do me the honor of confirming the group name of this podcast as the Cox. Sabina is waiting for you guys, and the Queen is also waiting, and the Queen waits for no one. So, what is it going to be? Someone, please approach Sabina with your decision. Sabina and Silas walks towards unless anybody else shoves him out of the way. So as you approach uh, and turn that corner, she's guarding another door, and this one a lot more decorated. And she she kneels down, um, and she raises her visor, and her face is brutally scarred, but she's smiling. It's a beautiful smile despite um, the sharp scars on her face. Can you actually do? Um, man, what kind of check would that be? Let's just do a perception check for you, Silas. 
12. 12. You've seen scars like this before. Um, can't really put your hand on exactly what causes it, but this is definitely something that comes with swordplay. And she raised her visor and says, Yes, little hero. What is your team name? Your Majesty. If it would if it would please the Queen. It would if you gave me a great name. I'm sure it will please the Queen. We We are the roost. Excuse me? We are the roost. The roost. The roost. Yeah, you know where cocks go at night. (laughs) I think that's the name of our hideout. Okay, I'm going to need you guys to come together and tell me. Not the name of your hideout. I need to know the name of your group of adventurers. Miss Miss Queen. She looks back down at you. Now, I'm not the queen. I'm not the queen at all, but you can keep calling me that. I, I love it. Okay, well, that, that seems a little inappropriate. If True. the queen is, like, white here. She is. And she you're is. not the queen. Okay. Call me <clears throat> Sabina. All right, Sabina. We, collectively, we as a group, we... As a as a bunch of swapping this swapping is a lads. Very long title. We're cocks. Excuse me? What did you say? Well, my name's Calic. This is Oliver. That over there's Koros. And the small one is Silas. You could see her pause for a moment and like, you know, the kind of spell in the air. Yeah. Uh I was well, trying to ease it in. A, lo- a lot of times you got to ease in Cox, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, and you could see her face kind of turn red, and then she closes her visor, and she turns, and she clears the door. <clears throat> she opens the door, and in a very clear and proud voice, she says, Guests of the Queen, honored of Corvosa, the Cox. She tries not to laugh, and she walks into a grand hall. Um, Your vision. Actually, we have some grand hall music. Here we go. Nope, that's not it. Oh, yeah, it is it. Yeah. Your vision is obscured by the backside of Sabina, and you could just, you know, you're in awe of her armor. It's it's pretty nice for any one of you guys who, I, I would guess, Calic, who really knows... Uh, their way around armor uh, and as she she walks away from you and takes her place at the queen's side uh, she gestures towards you guys she says something very hushed um, and finally you come face to face with the most powerful woman in Corvosa and its surrounding lands actually um, she's a vision of beauty despite the black morning dress and a veil she wears in honor of her husband's death A small silver chest sits on her lap. It's small from, you know, where you guys are standing. It's a pretty long haul, but it's still uh, very clearly a silver chest. Um, This is Queen Iliosa, and she sits upon the Crimson Throne. She's waiting. They're both very silent, and they're just looking at you guys. I bow. 
What about the rest of you? Koros follows Oliver's bow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so do I. Silas? Silas, I hope you bow. I'm not... I'm not going to speak for you. Or we could just assume he doesn't bow. <laughs> Todd, I don't know if you, you're you having mic problems. He's, he's muted he's right muted. now. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to... I'm gonna nudge him and get okay. him to bow. Get him to bow. Yeah, it's a uh, it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So, Sabina, she kind of looks at you guys. You know, looks towards the queen. She says, "Heroes, you may approach with the brooch. The queen already knows that you have recovered it for her. Please, one of you present it." I pull it out of the bag of holding yet again, third time today. And I present it to the queen. You could see her eyes grow. Um, and she doesn't smile. You know, she's very clearly still mourning the death of her husband. She's, if you guys remember the picture in Roll20 with her with the black veil, that's what she looks like right now. As a matter of fact, I think I can put it in Discord here. This is what she looks like right now. She's still uh, very beautiful. Go add ahead. in uh, my queen. I. We apologize. Uh, we stumbled upon the item this way, uh, and I uh, gesture towards the broken clasp. This brooch was stolen from me some time ago. I had not expected to see it again, truth be told. And yet here on my darkest day, you cocks come before me with kindness. The return of this brooch is much more than just an honorable deed. It's inspiration. It's hope. I love Corvosa as my husband did before me, and his death has shocked the city as it has me, but I will not see his legacy destroyed. Please. And she reaches for it. Inside check. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, go ahead and roll. Ooh. Uh, 20. What are you looking for here? I just want to see if she's, like, sincere about all the shit she said about loving the city and and all that. You can tell that she does not hold much love for the city, if that's the question that you're asking. But she still does have some sort of affection for Carvosa. Okay. That's fine. Is there anything else you want to know from that statement? Um is she like like super eager about the the brooch or is it just like a oh She's... cool she is happy that it is returned. This is something that's been on her mind for a long time. Um, but if you're asking whether or not that is the most exciting thing on her mind right now, no, it's okay. not. Okay. Good insight check. Very, very good insight check. She's reaching for it. She's expecting you to come a little closer, Mr. Oliver. Okay, I do. And, uh... As I do, I, I ask my queen, would you also know all what we think is a wedding ring? And it says, for Emma, the light in my nights. 
You could see her eyes glint just a little bit. Did you say the light in my night? And she looked towards Sabina, and Sabina still completely, um, you know, helmeted. She looks towards the queen. Yes, I think... I think you might find who you're looking for in Citadel Volshenek. I cannot be sure, but the light in my night, it sounds all too familiar. Cressida Croft, she can help you with that. You're going to want to be going there anyway, um, believe it or not. All right, did you give it to her? Sure, I can I can hand it to her so she can inspect it. Yeah, yeah, you know, so she does inspect it, and you could see her, um, you know, kind of bummed that the, the back of it is broke, uh, but it's nothing that, you know, all of her money can't fix. Uh, and as you get closer to her, you, you do see that chest on her lap, um, and she's leaning forward to grab the brooch, and you could see that there's some sort of weight there. She hasn't really explained it or revealed it yet, but uh, it's it's pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy. Uh, and as she's twirling it, she hands it to Sabina, uh, and she says, Thank you. What was your name? You said Oliver T. Dark? That's correct, my queen. Are you the leader of the Cox? Uh, I am not. Who is your leader, Oliver? Well, that would be Kallik. And she looks over your shoulder. Which one of you is Kallik? I am Kallik, though I would not call myself the leader. I would describe this group as more of a meritocracy and a more Latin. Well, your Jewish. name goes first, so in the Cox. Okay. This makes sense. Uh, you know we what, actually, serve only the city. Horus is definitely not our leader. <laughs> that's true. If that's the choice, I am the leader. So, as you say, we serve only the city, she turns towards you, Koros, and she says, you know what? All of you, come closer. I need to see your faces. Okay. Real quick. Uh, sidebar, can you repeat the... Uh, the Citadel and the person that we're supposed to talk to, you like broke up a tiny bit on my yeah. end. When... Yeah, no worries. Uh, Citadel Volshenek. Um, Citadel Volshenek and Cressida Croft. And she said before she changed the subject, you might want to go there anyways. So the conversation, um, she, it didn't end there. So you'll learn more about that for sure. Okay. Okay. So you had just handed it to her, and I'm assuming everyone, and you'll just pull Silas along. Um, looks like Todd dropped. I don't see him, but he'll come back. Um, and she, she, you know, kind of scoots back in her chair, and she seems a little more relaxed now that everyone's in close proximity. Thank you, again. All four of you, I'm assuming, had a hand in returning this brooch to me and it's very dear to my family and to me personally. I need you to know that the Corvosan guard is stretched thin and it could certainly use the aid of heroes such as you. And correct me if I'm wrong, but 
you must have went through some sort of combative length to return this brooch to me. Am I incorrect in assuming that? Your city is now free of one Gadrin lamb. There's a pause. What did you say? Gadrin lamb? You? You. You can give, bring me proof. The four of you can bring me proof of his death? You could kind well, of see Sabina, you know, kind of tighten up just a little bit. I imagine he would not easily part with this. And I pull out his ledger. Uh, you see the queen raise a hand and Sabina leans forward and grabs a ledger. And she's reading it. What happened? I think I have the ledger. Will you be giving it up? I don't think he knows. I don't think Oliver knows of the ledger. Oh. No, it's written in our party items. Oh. So my bad. We'll have to just filter wits personally on someone's character. But um, it's okay. I can, I can break it out. I can, I can, okay. but I'll say something like, uh, after we killed the bastard, I found this in a locked desk. And I'll pull it out. And I'll okay. head it to it. Same thing happens. Uh, Sabina grabs it. She's reading it over. And she folds it up. This needs to go to Cressidia. And the queen raises her hand. I will make that decision, Sabina. Thank you. You can see there's a little bit of tension there. Thank you. And thank you for... For ridding Corvotha of such a blight. May I ask, did he die in combat? Did you see him die? I killed him, right? I think I did. Mm -hmm. Okay. I <clears throat> I cut him down myself. Good. Well, I've received word that your weapons that were confiscated while impressive for the normal lower class could stand to be upgraded. I think in return for what I'm going to ask you, I think we could come to some sort of bargain. Like I told you, the, the guard is stretched thin. I shall have Sabina escort you if you will have it. And the city is not safe right now. Escort you safely to Citadel Volshenek. I shall send word ahead of you to Field Marshal Cressida Croft, and I mentioned her earlier, um, to let you know that you were on the way. The jobs she has for you are well suited to those who can defend themselves, and if you're saying that you killed Gadrin in fair combat, and you came back alive, something that my own Royal Guard couldn't do, she doesn't look at Sabina, but I mean, that's, it's kind of a very obvious jab. Then you can absolutely help the city further. Finish whatever task is most urgent to the field marshal, and I will have the entire trade district in Mainshore opened. I'm sure that they're closed up for now, but word from the queen is a strong motivator. Now as compensation, beyond whatever Croft offers, I will have each of you geared at the castle's expense. Um, I, I can't offer much more than that without seeing what you're worth. Can you give me your word, or is this the last thing 
you intend on doing for Corvosa, this brooch? Oh, is this like a tryout? This is very much so a tryout, but I want you to think of it as returning this city to normalcy. I need help. I'm stretched thin. My husband just died. And I need people that I can trust. A regime falls and chaos rises to devour the weak. We shall help stave off the chaos facing Corvosa. She turns towards you, Koros, and she smiles. And through her teeth, she says, You! Are you okay? You seem... Tired. I will have time to sleep when I am dead. I respect that. And her eyes kind of linger, just for a second. And then she turns back towards uh, Kallik. So, will you send the cocks in? All I really care about is making you know, some money. And if Oh, means... money. And she smiles. Uh, and she leans back. And so the chest is completely just on her lap and, you know, very visible. Uh, and Sabina reaches down and opens the chest. And inside a velvet-lined interior, interior, there are 12 gold ingots imprinted with the royal seal of Corvosa. They're huge. Money is not something that concerns me. Your loyalty is all I need, and you will want for nothing. And she closes it, um, and she like puts her hand on top of Sabina's hand, and then Sabina lifts the chest and then hands it out to you. Kalik. This is for the brooch. Thank you. A reward worthy of such heroics. Now, let me be clear in saying saving this city from chaos will afford you a lot more than 12 gold bars. The chest is being handed out to you, Kallik. Yeah, I take it and bow. Okay. It's pretty heavy. It's it's pretty heavy. Um, each of those gold ingots is worth 100 gold. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, so it's, it's quite a bit of gold. Um, we have to go, like, exchange that, or... No, we can just say that you guys get 12, unless you guys want to do something else with the gold. And I've been thinking about this, about, you know, whether like or not you want to melt it down go... into a weapon or something. True. I mean, you could do that. So that's the thing. Like, do you want to role play and, like, try to sell to someone or do that stuff? Or, you know, melt it down and make a badass weapon with, you know, gold ingots from the queen? That That uh, is super flimsy. Or not flimsy, but malleable. It is, but it's also sexy, and this is fantasy. We can also, also just wear a lot of bling. You could have some cock rings. Um, <laughs> now, uh, I think... I mean, yeah, it's up to you guys. Whether or not you just want to just take the gold value right off the top for things that you can identify, or if you want to like roleplay selling it out, I don't care. It's completely up to you. So let's make that decision. Um, do you want to just take the face value, the 1,200 gold? I mean, if we're legit people now, or legit-ish, we can just, like, go to a bank. You 
absolutely can. And if, yeah, I mean, she just said, if you guys do this for her, she will open the trade district. All of those stores, all of those places, all will be available to you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we can just keep the bars for now. Throw them in the yeah. bag. Okay, cool. So all the bags go in. Um, and, you know, once you guys take the chest, you see her eyes kind of just lull just a little bit. And, um, you know, you guys are close enough. You could see maybe she's been crying. Maybe she hasn't been sleeping much. And um, she takes a deep breath and she stands up and she says, Now I need to retire to my chambers. My grief has drained me. Again, I thank you for the kindness you have shown me, and I hope your days of serving the crown are only just beginning. And she moves, and she she gives you guys an opportunity to say anything else. A, a short pause where she's standing there. Do you guys take advantage of that? Are you bowing? Are you kneeling? She's standing now. I'll uh, lower my head. Okay. Koros, Oliver... Thank you for your time, my queen. Of course. Thank you, my queen. Any time, Cox. And she smiles, and she turns. Um, and you guys see her excuse herself with a whirl of her morning dress, and she's gone. She just vanishes, because she's a vampire. Sabina um, moves towards the door that you guys came in and she opens it and she doesn't say anything. You guys are alone. I mean, save Sabina. And you're in the chambers of the throne room, rather. What do you do? Do you stand what? there in be beautiful silence? We're just in the queen, the chambers that we were just in with the queen. That's mm -hmm. that's what you said. And, yep, and Sabina uh, has moved to the door. She's she's ushering you guys out, but she's making no move to like really excuse you. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to stay here, right? Yeah, no. I mean, unless you guys want to, you know, kill everybody, it's up to you. Um, I'm fine. I'm fine leaving. I do want to get outfitted. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she said, if you guys do whatever Chrysidia wants you to do, you'll all get outfitted. So that will be quite the shopping day with the trade district open just for you. I do like a shop. Yeah. So, you guys leave. Uh, you make your way down the stairs, and, you know, it's a little bit later. Eamon's nowhere to be seen. Those guards are still down there. Um, you know, and they give Silas a little bit of a hard time, but you guys all get your weapons back. Um, it's, you know, not, nothing nefarious happened. Um, you guys are now, you know, still morning, I would say, probably a little around 11 or 12, and you're in Domina Square right here. And uh, did you guys... You guys know where Citadel Volshenek is. Uh, Silas does. So it's not something that you need an escort for, but did you want an escort through the city? Or did you guys want to go back to the Wise Dragon Inn for some reason? Um, where is still... Eamon? Eamon is not here. It's not here. I guess he just didn't wait around. Where is the Citadel? 
So the Citadel on your map is number five right here. And so you guys could either get an escort. I mean, it's the middle of the day and it's not as chaotic as it was, you know, a few days ago. You could possibly make it there without being molested. Yeah, I don't think we need an escort. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, I'll let you speak. Let me roll a dice for no reason, you know what I'm saying? All right. So you make your way down Field Marshall Avenue. I'm assuming you're sticking to the main streets. Um, you know, you, you take Guard Street and you find yourself at Citadel Volshnek, located in the Midland, overlooking uh, the harbor, where it serves as the base of operations for the Carvosan Guard. Now, the Citadel currently operates uh, on a skeleton crew. The Queen had said that, and I mean, just approaching it, you could see that there's not many people on guard. Uh, almost all available guards are hard at work in the city trying to keep order desperately. But there are two nervous guards uh, that stand entrance at the yard. Um, but as the queen promised, you guys are expected. Um, they see you and they wave you through. And one of them escorts you directly into the central keep. Let me change this music here. All right. And you guys see a tired crazy haired looking woman at a desk her hair's not crazy you know by nature it's more of a she hasn't had time to do anything else um and this is field marshal Cressidia croft um other than you know the the dirty outfit and the disheveled look she's she's pretty attractive a dark haired human woman in red armor let me see if i can get you guys a, a picture here bam Cressida Croft, not Cressidia, sorry. That is her right there in Discord. Um, and it, it's it, it's pretty obvious that she hasn't slept in a long time. Um, but she offers you guys a smile. She says, ah, yes. You are the one sent by Queen Iliosa. Greetings. My name is Cressida, and she's trying her hardest to keep a cheery uh, demeanor. Heroes of your caliber are exactly what Corvosa needs right now. You've been on the streets, and she's looking at you guys, and she, you know, sees that you have definitely been on the streets. Um, you know better than me how bad things are out there, and it's breaking my heart to see Corvosa tear itself apart. Every bit of aid we can get from upstanding citizens like you helps, if you're willing. I would very much like to retain your services as agents of the Guard. And of course, if the Queen hasn't told you, you will be very well compensated for these services and she you know stands up from her table and she's given her little speech and it's, there's kind of an awkward silence she kind of opens her hands like if you're willing i mean you you don't have to like do we get are you gonna give us badges and stuff like I am actually quite literally yes going to give you badges of the corvos and guard i think that well, okay. Your first assignment, you probably don't want to wear the badge. You want to be inconspicuous. You're perfect for this job, as a matter of fact, because none of you have guards outfits. Uh, but yes, if if you're interested, I will give you the badge, just as long as you don't misuse it. I don't really want a badge. Okay, well, thanks for the question. Uh, I like the I initiative. I will wear his badge. Okay. And, and she's, my own she, badge. Not on this oh. first. Not on this okay. first 
uh, task, though, as you suggest. She, she looks towards Koros. Oh, hi. Will will you be wanting a badge too? No. Koros is mute. Koros is muted. Oh, oh, he's mute. That's what oh. we say. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry for being rude. She that's says even, very. That's even more rude. You can hear. He just doesn't talk much. And she's like, oh, uh, mm. anyway. And she just pushes four, um, four pins. And, you know, they're, they're kind of like the queen's brooch, um, but, you know, less flashy. Um, but they're official Corvos and guard pins. And they could get you in a lot of places that other people can. And, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the perception, or not the perception, but the persuasion or intimidation bonuses that you guys receive while wearing these. Um, well, now that you have your pins and you're official, um, let's talk. Let's talk. I'm assuming that this is you guys accepting. Is that, is that something that I could assume? Indeed. Okay. Yes. yes. And she, she, you could see she like comes around the table and she sits down on the front of it and she says, okay, all right. And she like help Silas with his new Corvos and guard pin since he's seemingly fumbling with it. Uh, and uh, she says, now Corvos has got enough troubles as, you know, even without my guards losing their, their way, uh, many have deserted their posts, more concerned about friends and family than the city that they live in. And I can understand this, but not all of the deserters have family. And some of them are simply just using riots as an excuse for personal gain. Now, one such man is Varric. Worse than a lone deserter, he's convinced a small group of fellow guards that Queen Iliosa is going to ruin the city. And she, you know, she's furrowing her brow like she completely doesn't believe it. Whether she does or doesn't, though, is not the point. Not, not right now. We've got a city-wide crisis on our hands. And I need all of my guards working with me to see us through. A deserter is worse than a lost resource. It's an infection. I can't pull off any of my other patrols off their own duties to deal with uh, Varric. And I'd rather not expose any of them to him anyway. I don't want him to infect more guards with his talk of succession. Nor do I want some overly patriotic guard killing him outright. I need impartial. I need skilled talent. I need Cox. I need you guys. She's well, like just. You got attention. four of them. Perfect. Well, and she gets off the desk and she, uh, she's on your guys' side of the desk at this point. She's like spreading out a map, and she says, uh, "Varric and his followers have holed up in an abandoned butcher shop up in Northgate, a place once called All the World's Meat." It's a it's a pretty cool name, uh, I think so at least. I need you there. Uh, I need you to try to avoid to avoid killing any of the deserters if you can. But if you must, you can. I mean, I, I don't really care. Uh, they brought it upon themselves um, when they threw their lot in with Varric. I'd really prefer if you could capture him alive and return him to me for interrogation. I'm pretty good at interrogating people. But if he makes that impossible, I'll accept his body or his head. Or any identifying part of him, but I think that would be his head. Uh, 
finally, if you could maybe find out why he deserted, if you guys want to do your own interrogation, I'm not sure how good you are at interrogations. I'm pretty good myself. Maybe I should give you some pointers. But if you could figure it out, um, if there's more to it than just simple personal politics, I need to know immediately. Uh, yeah, that's it. We would be more than happy to perform an interrogation. Well, then I would be more than happy to fund this because... If you interrogate him and bring him alive so I can interrogate him, there's 500 gold in it for you. Uh, dead, he's only worth half of that. I really love my interrogations. And, of course, of course, if you finish this for me, uh, the queen's told me to give you the vouchers. And she kind of shrugs. You guys, uh, you guys know what the vouchers are, yeah? I assume it's to outfit us with cool stuff. That's right. Blacksmith in town. Uh, you know, right over there, Bob Wam Sandy's shop. He's he specializes in the nunchucks, actually. Uh, he has this one really beautiful pair of nunchucks that he puts out on display, never for sale, never for sale, um, that he's really proud of. You guys should ask him to see it when you get up there. But yeah, no, these uh, these vouchers will get you anything you want. You could tell them, you know, you're you're the hand of the queen. You're you're here for some weapons or some armor or some, I don't know. I'm sure that some of the people in that trade district have uh, magic items. And she's kind of looking at Koros and Oliver since you guys don't seem to be very well armed. Not that you can't kill somebody, but look, we're going to get you guys pretty geared out the ears here. If you can do this for me. I'm, I'm saying, you know, after this mission... This small mission, maybe I've got another one. Each one of them will earn you a, a voucher. Each of you will get a voucher for whatever you want. I think it's a good deal. I mean, if you guys don't think it's a good deal, you could just tell me, and uh, we don't have to waste any more time here. Uh, nunchucks? Can't. Like uh, uh, a special thing around here? Uh, I wouldn't say they're a special thing, but to that blacksmith... You know, the the blacksmith over there by uh, Boam Sandi's shop, he he really loves his nunchucks, and he only made one pair. Um, I forgot where he got the metal for the chain, but something about his father before him, like, I think he, he melted down one of his weapons and used that metal for the chain. It's some crazy ridiculous story you should ask him though kid if you're if you're interested in nunchucks he's he's your guy oh cool 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 yeah. cool cool good to know yeah good to know yep cool 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 uh good question though anyone else does does anyone else have i mean look guys you could stay here you could totally stay here um the citadel and she like gestures and there's a bunch of sweaty men working out um it absolutely smells in here uh, but she's pointing to a room, and it looks like there's maybe 20 bunks in there. I've got, uh, I think I've got three or four beds, maybe five. I don't know. Um, and we don't get much sleep these days anyway, so, you know, you guys would probably have, you know, your own rule of the land in there um, if you don't have anywhere to sleep. It's up to you. I just can't feed myself with a voucher. Oh, well, I'm also giving you gold. Are you concerned about not? Ha Do you not have any gold? Right? Do you not have any food? Are you okay? 
doing in your business. Okay, well, uh, the deal still stands. I'm going to give you 500 for his alive body, 250 for his dead body, um, and vouchers for God knows what. So is that not enough compensation? We need some food. We need some food, too. Like, an advance on food. She, like, pinches the bridge of her nose, and she says, yeah, okay, uh, I will get you food. Where are you guys sleeping here tonight? Is it nighttime? It's, like, fucking... I'm not, no, not right now, but are you sleeping here tonight? When the night comes, she's, like, looking towards the sky, when the sun goes down and the moon is full, are you guys bunking here? I'm sensing a bit of a condescending tone right now, uh, but I'm going to look past it. I'm going to be the oh, bigger cock. going to be no. the bigger cock. Okay. Uh, no, no condescension. Trust me. I'm, I'm trying to gauge whether or not to give your beds away, to be very honest. Do you guys not have a place to stay in Corvosa? If it would make you happy, we can stay here. If it would for you, I mean, uh, mm, mm, you're a little young to be coming on to me. Um, but yes, if you guys want to stay here, look, you can, Chrissy, don't worry about it. We have a place to stay. Oh, thank God! Our sweaty guardsmen can take those bunks. All good with us. You see, some of the sweaty guardsmen turn like, yeah, oh, eh. and then they go back to fighting. Oh, uh, okay, good. Um, perfect. Well, you guys know what you got to do. Um, please don't die, I guess I should say. Uh, please don't... Please try not to kill anyone, like I said, and please bring him back alive. Like I said, if you bring him back dead, I'll still give you gold, just half. Uh, before we go... Um... The queen mentioned that you might know something about this, and I pull out the silver ring with the inscription and give it to her. She like squints her eyes. Look, uh, I don't, I don't have my glasses. This is embarrassing. Can you? It read? says, "For Emma, the light in my nights." In the inscription on this silver wedding ring. And she's it, Emma. For the light in my nights. Why? You know what? Can I can I hold on to this when when the night shift comes? There's someone I think that might know. Can I get back to you? And she she puts her hand out for the ring. Do you have some kind of collateral for this ring that we're about to give you? Tell you what, if you don't get this ring back, I'll give you an extra voucher. Okay. Deal. 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 She reaches out for it. And she, uh, I'm assuming you give it to her. So she, yep. she puts it in the desk. Um, now, she's told you where. And it's going to be uh, all world's meat. All the world's meat. It's a butcher shop. You guys have a very clear mission. Um, are you going to stay here? Or are we going straight to that butcher shop? There's no reason to stay here, right? There's, I mean, unless you guys want to talk to some sweaty guards. No, let's, let's fucking go. So, I mean, as you guys have spent time away from 
the throne room and the queen and the pyramid and the castle. Koros, you start to gain your strength back. You do. He's not talking to you. But once again, you could feel his embrace. It's heavy. It's warm. It's comforting, though. Oliver. There is something yes. strange about the castle. Did you sense anything as we crossed the threshold? Nope. Seemed like a castle to me. Most interesting. My powers were momentarily interrupted while we are in that castle. Well, maybe you should give a second thought about where you get your powers from. Mm, there is a price for power paid in life or paid in death. For everyone. I mostly just do a lot of reading. I unfortunately have to agree with Koros on this one. Silas, as these adults are talking very darkly, do you have anything to chime in there with? I'm just looking around for the food that I was promised. <laughs> well, you guys are going to a butcher shop. There's going to be a lot of meat. Um, a lot of meat for you cocks to destroy. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Good job, guys. Bravo. Bravo. I would just like to say that I hate everybody in this party. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you hate everybody? Come on, really? The name? Like, that's what we're going with? <laughs>